Well, what is up, all of you Ugnots and Jawas out there, and welcome back to Mando Talk. I am your host, as always, Caleb Keller, and this week joining us on our episode of Mando Talk is none other than Zach Horvath himself. Uh, it's always great to have you. Uh, first of all, how you doing? Oh, good, man. You know, I'm just doing my thing, living life, busy, yeah. not a bad thing, but no. happy to be here. Absolutely. It's all it's always good to talk Star Wars. I mean, to be fair though, we have so much to talk about. Not really. There's not really a lot. <laughs> there's not really a lot of stuff going on with Star Wars right now, but we're just gonna make the most of it. We're gonna have a lot of fun. Uh and I do know this though. Zach is a huge Marvel guy, right? I mean huge. Yeah. You can attest to that. Yeah. Uh and we're gonna connect some Star Wars things to Marvel tonight. We know Marvel's kind of trending. It seems like it's trending like every other week. <laughs> now yeah uh, but they got this new show coming out falcon and the winter soldier we're gonna get to that uh but first there is some off the top things that i would like to do first of all make sure you follow us facebook twitter instagram at mando talk subscribe to our apple podcast spotify youtube wherever you get us uh subscribe and click the bell whatever you got to do rate us you know all those good things make us look good but here's the thing that i wanted to talk about off the top that isn't in Zach's notes that I sent to him because it just came out today. So we're just going to talk about it just real quickly. According to Kevin Scott, so he is part of the High Republic publishing crew, uh, The Acolyte, which is one of our shows that we're really looking forward to, did not impact or alter the storytelling plans for the High Republic series of books and comics. So when he was speaking on this, he kind of, mentioned the idea that the acolyte is set at the very end of the high republic era which made a lot of fans think okay if it's at the end of the high republic area or era maybe it's going to connect maybe we'll get some good connection pieces here maybe they've set up story to where the acolyte gets set up perfectly well he kind of shuts it down and i'll just go ahead and read his quote he says no i don't think they're going to connect specifically as much as you guys want them to uh, because I think we were predated, or I think we predated that because we've been working on this for a good number of years now. So what happened was people were getting excited about the High Republic as we were creating it. And there have been all these other plans as well. But the great thing that Star Wars is so good at is taking the things being worked on over here. This thing's been worked on over here. And then let's bring it together. So it's definitely a possibility uh, for those to connect. Now, my personal self i have not checked out anything with the high republic yet that is on my to-do list when i get to the summer months when it's a little more chill on my end zach have you checked out anything with high republic maybe you've just read about what people are thinking about it yeah yeah really just read about it um i've tried to keep my finger on the pulse of it because i think it's really cool and i think we you know we've touched on it before in other podcasts where i'm just happy to see them have a have a captain of the ship right we're going to talk about it a lot today, I'm sure, but um, just just them being so open and like, here's our plan. Here's what we're doing. Um, that's what I like about the High Republic. And right. am I a big book reader? No, I'm not. Um, comics, no. Any of that stuff. However, I fully support it because I think it's a win for everybody if we can keep that train rolling. And, yeah, you know, and, and maybe I'm sure if I jumped into the books, I would dive in. But right. I, I just I just haven't. Yeah. And and I again, I've wanted to get into it. It's just life is so busy right now. And I've actually had a couple of our listeners kind of 
message us and ask when we're going to talk about the high Republic. Mm -hmm. And I'm sorry that we just can't do that right now, but I promise we're going to get to it. But to kind of speak on the acolyte though, real quickly, just this idea of it being at the very end of this high Republic period, uh, right before the prequels that we know and love for me just gets my wheels spinning. Like, okay, are they going to really try to connect this deep with the Skywalker saga, set up the prequels better? Or is this just completely brand new, new characters? What's your kind of headspace on it right now as we're probably like two or three years out away from this thing? Right, right, right. So my, I wouldn't call it a prediction, just a, a feeling, I guess. Yeah. I think it's going to be just different. I think it's going to not maybe maybe touch on things you know like oh oh what was that kind of a thing mm -hmm. where like my wife wouldn't know what it is but we would see it right. um i i personally kind of hope they do that i don't need to hear all the other stuff you know okay. um i i want it to be an amazing story because we're finally doing what I've been wanting and we're getting the other side, you know, that's Correct. all I want. So I think we've touched on that before. Too. We, yeah. we have like, I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to say I don't care about the the stuff we know, like the prequels and all that, but right. I, I don't, I, we need to get this right because it's so cool and so much potential. Yeah. That that's all I care about. There's a ton of potential and you make a great point as far as like the people that they're bringing on board for all these projects really bring uniqueness across the board i mean yep. i believe it's leslie headland i haven't seen russian doll i think that's the show that she wrote i've seen on it Netflix. actually mm -hmm. so let me get your take on that like is there good things in that that could connect to star wars maybe i don't know because i haven't seen uh, it. so i mean that show is crazy um okay. it's very 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 creative and very well done so okay. that's good to hear <laughs> we'll we'll take it from there i mean was it my favorite show ever no but it, it it was very, very creative. I'll just say yeah. that. And, and, and you can tell it was well-directed and well, well-wrote and all that. So right. um, when I heard that as well, I was like, oh, all right, good. That's, now, a, that's a win. Is Russian Doll a mystery thriller? Is that the genre? Because I keep seeing I mystery. Know. I keep getting I, mystery thriller with, I, like, when they're talking about the, the Acolyte. And I don't know if they're applying that to her previous work or if they're saying the Acolyte is going to be a mystery thriller. I'm kind of confused I don't on know why they what, keep using that term. Yeah, I don't know what genre Russian doll would be in. I guess you, I mean, yeah, I would say mystery thriller's okay. fair. Um, okay. It's just, it, it kind of genre bends a little bit. Um, okay. So, well, that's it's interesting. Tough, it's tough to say, but yeah, like like I said, it's it's a good, I think it's a good thing. Okay. Um, I okay. may be wrong, but I think it's a good thing. See, and one of my favorite things too is as soon as they announce like these, uh, writers producers directors whatever i like to go back and check out their previous work to see maybe mm -hmm. okay i could see how this would play really great in star wars mm -hmm. uh, so i definitely need to check out russian doll it sounds yeah. like there's there's not a lot to it that could connect to star wars but at least to get in her headspace of kind of her story yeah. storytelling uh traits i guess you could say and if anything it's worth at least like one one sit down and watch mm -hmm. um maybe not you don't even have to go all the way through it just You'll get the gist of like, all right, this is very well done. Um, yeah. Okay. 
That's good to hear. Good to hear. Yeah. Well, I wanted to just talk about that off the top because I know we are really excited about the Acolyte because, again, it's peeling back the onion. We're getting to see the bad guys, hopefully. At least that's what we think. And that's what the title picture looked like with the, the red and the lightsaber slashing so. through yeah. the title. Come on. I mean, it's got to be that. It's got to be that. Well, listen, we're going to get into this Marvel connection here uh, off our big topic for this week. And, again, not a lot to talk about. So we're just going to dive into this as deep as we can go, probably overly diving into it. But hey, that's what we do here. So hey, we're just talking, man. Enjoy the ride, baby. Let's go. Yeah. Let's hop in that Falcon and uh, <laughs> jump into hyperspace. <laughs> All right, Kevin Feige. Listen, Star Wars fans, I they talk about Kevin Feige so much, respectfully so. He's one of the greatest dudes to ever do the game. But Kevin Feige confirms that he has no involvement with any current star wars disney plus series apparently rumors of kevin feige being more involved in lucasfilm like more involved than publicly known have been going around for years this is the first time i've honestly heard of this i know it's something that we've always wanted but i didn't really attest to that being like actually true uh so yeah he was talking with entertainment weekly and they just straight up asked him are you involved with anything star wars related currently uh, we know you got your film coming forward, but anything going on with what they've got? He said, no, that's all Kathy Kennedy. I'm involved as much as I stay up until midnight L.A. time to watch new episodes of The Mandalorian when they drop. So like I said, takeaways. First first takeaway is the fact that first time I've ever heard about this, no clue uh, that this was going on. Of course, I would love to see Feige involved. I just have never thought that he was actually currently involved. And then second thing is Feige is way too busy right now to be even touching Star Wars. And just listen to this list, okay? I didn't even realize it was this much until I actually started listing out the stuff that this dude is doing right now. Black Widow, which we're going to talk about that later, geez. Eternals, WandaVision, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Chang chi did I say that right? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Loki, Thor, Love and Thunder, Doctor Strange 2, Spider-Man, Hawkeye, Miss Marvel, Captain Marvel 2, She-Hulk, Moon Knight, Black Panther 2, and probably way, 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 way more. Like, that's insane. Like, that's triple the lineup of Star Wars, it seems like. So there's no way this dude's got time to do, like, touch on The Mandalorian or Book of Boba Fett or these other things that they've already announced. Those were my just takeaways from this. You got anything to add to that or anything to bounce off of those two takeaways? Yeah, number one. Um, so I had I had seen this this rumor for 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 a while where – People were like, "Is Kevin coming in to take over?" Right? That was that was a okay. rumor for a little okay, while, yeah, right? Yeah, is yeah. he gonna? Oh, is he gonna take Kathy Kennedy's spot? There. All right, no, he's not. But oh, he's working on something. He's gonna be a producer on something. He's gonna. My takeaway is, why? If you're Star Wars, if you're Kathy Kennedy, uh -huh. you would have to be so ignorant to not at least talk to him and get him involved in some right. way. Yeah. Now I, I know he says, "Yeah, I'm I stay up until midnight." Yeah, that's practiced. He has been talked to about this. They would be so dumb to not get him in the show because, in the scheme of getting all the pieces on the table and making it work, he is mm -hmm. the goat of that. He, yeah, is, he really is currently. So yes. we're talking freaking Star Wars here. You talk about pieces on a table. 
that's about as good as it gets right there, boys. So, well, yeah, and girls, right? So, why not get him involved? It, I, I'm I'm 50 50 on it. I, mm. I understand what you're saying, where, yeah, he's so busy. You talk about that lineup, hit, hit, <laughs> hit. I mean, yeah. it, like you said, that's just what we know of. What's, right. what's, what's like, you know, four years from now or five years that we've never even heard of yet. It's yeah. just crazy, man. And I'm and, looking at that list and there's not a single one that I'm not looking forward to. Exactly. <laughs> like, that's why I say I'm 50, 50. Um, I know he's way too busy. Yes. But I want him to be involved with star Wars. That's my one side. And the other side says I'm very, very upset to hear him say no, to be honest. Like yeah. I just, I just want him to be involved. And then the other 50, 50 or the other 50, I guess would be, come on, he's busy. He's freaking yeah. Marvel. The, he's the king over there. So right. why he ain't got time? <laughs> no, he doesn't. It's like, do you, as a Marvel enthusiast, do you want him to back away from that IP to focus on Star Wars? Like, is yeah. that something you're willing to give up? Mm. Nah, nah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Nah, because too greedy, in, man. In my opinion, like, <laughs> yeah, I know Kathy Kennedy. We've talked about this on and on like we've had issues in the past no doubt with kathy kennedy and uh the way that the sequels landed mm -hmm. but i still think that star wars is in a great spot right now so i don't see the need in changing those roles currently yeah but anyway i, I want to go ahead and get to our last final kevin feige point here that i had and it's just the him saying the LA time staying up late to watch the Mandalorian. It's just the simple things like that, that make me really appreciate Feige. He's one of us. And that's what makes me so excited about him at least getting one film. I know people out there have speculated and thrown rumors around that maybe if his one film lands, he'll, he'll keep working in the star Wars franchise. Who knows? I don't know if I've ever really heard your take on Feige's film, though. So, like, any thoughts on that before we move away from Kevin Feige? Yeah, um, all I'll say is, like, I'm just excited to have him involved. Uh, going back to kind of what I said there earlier with the 50-50 thing, I can't, Im I can't believe he has time to work on this, first of all, <laughs> like, right. like we said. But um, I'm just happy to hear him throw that little, that little nugget in there about him being excited about Star Wars. That's enough for me. Like you don't have to lay it on thick and he's good at what he does, but I think he's being genuine in that he really is excited to watch. I think so too. Like there's a picture that I always see of his, of his desk, his office, and he's got all this Marvel stuff surrounding him, but right there in the middle of his desk is R2D2. And yeah. I've always just loved that. Cause I think, uh, eventually i know i think we got to have patience eventually he's gonna get more involved with it i think uh because there's still probably a so. lot of, i think there's a lot of life left in his career and at one point i think professionals get to the point where okay what's the next challenge feige is still obviously feeling challenged with marvel but i think there's going to come a time where he'll feel challenged enough to go and think okay what can i do with star wars next and I, I think it's not going to be as simple as that, or, or I should say as straightforward as that. I okay. think it's going to be he moves up at Disney, oh, which in okay. turn means he works on he, Star Wars. Okay, okay, that makes sense. That now, would make sense. I, I'm thread. I'm I'm being nitpicky, but I'm just saying like I think that's his future. Yeah, 
Like, no, I think that's, I mean, he's the top, like I said, he's the king of Marvel right now. You yeah, can't go any, really any farther than him. So nope. <laughs> that's, that's really his next step. And what I would think he would do is kind of oversee all their movies. Right. Right. Um, all of Disney, it's, like it's, the Marvel Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Marvel oh, Star Wars, Lucasfilm gotcha. or whatever, you know, I don't know. Okay, right what's all under that umbrella but um i think i think that would be his next step but man then get he, john favreau in there <clears throat> anyway <laughs> yeah why not why not <laughs> i mean come on john favreau dave filoni you keep that team together uh-huh mm. Mm. yeah mm. good things coming and i think feige eventually i mean he's already going to get involved with his one film i think mm. eventually we're going to see some more creative whatever role it is creative involvement with star wars moving forward we just got to be patient i i agree okay 100%. so the next thing that we're going to talk about we're still going down that marvel lane uh and it's all about falcon and the winter soldier so falcon and the winter soldier came out i guess as Last you're Friday. hearing as you're hearing this two weeks ago as you're hearing this, we've now seen two episodes of Falcon That's and right. Winter Soldier. We That's obviously, right. while we're recording this, haven't seen the second one yet. But anyway, on its premiere, Falcon and the Winter Soldier tops The Mandalorian and WandaVision for most watched premiere on Disney+. And I just real quickly wanted to comment on that connected to Star Wars. Uh, I think that bodes well for The Mandalorian and Star Wars projects moving forward. I have always said this, and you can follow us on Twitter at Mando Talk. I think I've sent out like three tweets regarding this topic. The success of WandaVision and hopefully the success of Falcon and the Winter Soldier brings more subscribers to Disney Plus. More subscribers to Disney Plus gets more eyes on Star Wars. And let's be honest, I hate this personally because I'm I'm a bigger Star Wars fan. But Marvel is moving the needle more right now. Let's just call it how it is. Yeah, and, I mean, it is what it is. They then they've earned it, right? They've earned right. what they've earned all of that. But I agree with you that it's a win-win. Okay. Yes. And it's not. It's not fan bases versus fan bases at this point. It's Disney right. Plus. We've talked about it before. That is what they got their sights on, mm-hmm. and knock on wood they are doing a great job so far on both teams lucasfilm and marvel right um because mandalorian amazing amazing wandavision amazing episode one of falcon and winter soldier pretty dang good it's hard to tell at one episode right correct so far i mean i'm hooked so it does it it did its job and i'm hooked so i mean i'm just excited to hear that they're they're knocking it out of the park people Mm -hmm. are clicking it um they're watching it that that's a big difference you know i can, i see a billion things on netflix but i watch you know a little bit of them so the fact that right. they're, we're actually watching is good do i think the stat itself is that big of a deal i don't think it's a fair stat no right? i was gonna go down that lane too you're 100 percent correct honestly you, you know like okay yeah it tops mandalorian and wandavision but it's the third one to the party. Like, right. The, oh, and Mandalorian is what launched the whole thing. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Mando's throwing the party. WandaVision yeah. showed up with, with some buddies. And then Falcon Winter Soldier okay. get up and go, oh, So what WandaVision, WandaVision showed up with the pizza yeah, to the party. Yeah. 
and that's right. then, uh Falcon and the Winter Soldier really late into the night showed up with yep. the tacos when everybody's really, really craving something. That's right. Everybody's already there. It's kind of a lull in the party. You're like, oh, what's yeah. going to happen next? And then <laughs> they come in. So yeah. that's why I, I'm happy to see it. Don't get me wrong. Like, yeah. I, I want I want it to be this for every show. I want it to be, oh, Loki comes out. Boom. Awesome. World you know, premiere, tops, number one. Blah, blah, blah. And then whatever's next, boom, tops it. Like, Correct. I want to keep seeing this because, again, it's a win for everyone. We got to keep this train rolling. That one way when we get to Book of Boba Fett, we're, we're hungry for some Star Wars, right? Right. And uh, that's well, actually- we're getting... We're getting some bad. When's the bad batch coming? Bad out? batch, May the fourth, baby. May, May, May the fourth. That's what I thought. I didn't want to say it and get roasted, you know. But I but, mean, uh, live action is gonna yeah. be what gets the clicks. Yeah, uh, and bad batch to be isn't honest, gonna take the premiere, the biggest premiere of Disney Plus. It's just not gonna happen. It it probably won't. But uh, I still think like this Disney Plus. You know, I guess we'll still call it a, a beta test at this point. I mean, it's not, but. It is because they've never done anything like this, right? right. Star Wars really hasn't. Marvel mm-hmm. has d- touched on it with uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but like this is really uncharted territory. And so once we get to Book of Boba Fett, I'm going to be dying for Star Wars content. Dude, you're not lying. And I'm hoping that, first of all, we've touched, I, I think I tweeted about this a couple of days ago. I, I think it's Disney's vision for a Marvel IP to come out, it becomes the number one premiere next maybe another marvel premiere because they've just got so much content going on yeah the next number one premiere and their goal is though when the star wars comes out that's the new world premiere then when the next marvel one comes out exactly number one that's their business model because if that keeps happening that means the platform is continuing to grow that's right and back to your point about this whole like fan base or personally and this is something I always struggled with at first because Marvel was killing it. And mm-hmm. I was salty, to be mm-hmm. fair, early on in the Marvel thing. But man, when COVID happened, I had a lot of free time. I decided, you know what? I'm going to sit down, watch every single one of these MCU movies chronologically, not the release order, but like timeline. Mm-hmm. Credit where credit's due. You can't, you can't compare the two. I'm happy for both platforms, both parties both projects uh and again when one's successful that's only going to help the other especially now like now more than ever it's a team like right we need them all to be good and that's why i'm happy you know we can we were just talking before the show and i was happy to hear that we're getting into marvel a little bit i know this is a star wars podcast but now more than ever it's more than that it's it's disney like yeah. as much as I don't want to say that because I mean, yeah, but it's one thing like it's a win-win. Right. They need to be focused. They seem like they are. I'm happy mm-hmm. to see it. Um, I, Marvel Marvel's good, man. Uh, like if you sit down, if you, if you're a listener and you haven't watched Marvel and you do like star Wars, at least give it a chance. Yeah. Give it because a shot. I think it could be worth your time. It ain't for everyone. Right. But, Man, there's some good ones in there. And there's like 22 movies. So if anything, you can pick and choose some that are that right. are good. Um, yeah, 100%. But. 100%. Well, listen, speaking about Falcon and the Winter Soldier, there was also something new that came out today uh, that wasn't on the notes I sent you as well. Mm-hmm. And that is Sebastian Stan was on Good Morning America. 
and he was actually asked about would you ever take the role of Luke Skywalker? And here's what he said. Oh, I'm trying to find it. Here it is. Okay. If Mark Hamill calls me personally to tell me that he feels inclined to share this role with me, then I'll believe it. Until then, I won't believe it. So, I mean, it's probably, it's not going to happen. Let's yeah. just be real. It's not going to happen. But man, wouldn't he be perfect as that role? At least visually. Yeah. Oh, uh, visually for sure. But he's an amazing actor. So, yeah, he is. I mean, it, I see no bad idea about getting him in there to play Luke, but it's not going to happen. I don't think at so least either. soon, at least soon. And well, and the way he words that tells mm -hmm. us that there ain't, they, they haven't at least come to him about it. Right now we have to remember this. I, I do this myself. These actors, they're just employees. They're just right? getting a paycheck. That's right. So, <laughs> I, I I do this myself where I'm like, oh, man, you've got uh, Ryan Reynolds, right? Mm -hmm. We're talking top of the line. He's still kind of just an actor at this point. Like, he he has more pull as a writer, mm -hmm. I would say, for Deadpool than he does as an actor. So mm -hmm. the fact that Sebastian Stan worded it like that makes me think that he hopes it, obviously, for a job, but he... Right the role he realizes how big of a deal it is and it's not just mm -hmm. oh that'd be cool whatever like he he's being very serious about it so i was yeah. happy to I, I i know we didn't talk about it before but i was happy to see it as well um, right and i think like the fact that he's obviously very serious and he would have to get hamill's blessing basically to yeah play the i role. mean because my goodness you talk about jumping into a role people love i mean uh, yeah. um what's his name uh alden is that his name yeah and right right getting name. into han solo i mean yeah and harrison that, said that he crushed it yeah harrison i, I, I mean like, he i thought he job. was pretty dang good as han like mm -hmm. I, I didn't hate it but um i thought he was pretty dang good so i did too he did uh, good enough for me to want more from him honestly he did good the, the way i describe it is he did good enough by the end of the movie i was saying he's han solo Mm, I like that. Not that he's a replacement of Harrison. Oh Ford, no, but can't but replace that, Harrison. That's Ford. what I mean. But <laughs> but he he like okay. When I looked at him, I didn't see the dude who looks like Han Solo. I said, ah, that's Han Solo. And uh, I mean, Donald Glover four seconds in the movie, I'm like, oh, <laughs> there's Lando. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So that's what I mean by that. And so that's the biggest compliment I can give. I feel like. Yeah. No, and that's a great compliment. I mean, that's a win in my opinion. If you were walking out of Solo saying that's the next yep. han solo i mean yeah yeah I, I actually actually i didn't see that movie in theaters hot take i guess <sighs> no you're not the only one on the mando talk panel i don't think nolan or yep. ba went to see that in theater it didn't didn't hype me up man, man you know what all those at home listening wherever you're listening roast these guys these guys that didn't go see in theater or why we're not getting a solo too because it didn't make that's enough fair. money that's fair Ro roast away man i it literally just flew under my radar i i was well, just like yeah and eh. i i know what we don't want to dive deep in this lane but yeah, yeah. i think Sorry. the release date of that solo 100 mistake percent dude i mean was it infinity war didn't infinity that war come is out the that reason summer? I didn't see that movie is because it came out like in a super hot time. Let me, let me look. I believe dead. You keep talking and I'll, I'll, I'll do some research. And I'll, here. I'll kind of put my, uh, my membering on 
uh, yeah, I think yeah, Deadpool yeah. 2 came out, and I also believe Infinity War came out that same summer. May 25th, 2018 is the day it came out. Okay. Um, so we're going to look up. Um, I want to I wanna say Infinity War came out like right there almost uh, yeah let's see um if i had to bah, guess it came out april 27th okay so about a month before right and so but people that are big into going or not necessarily big into going to movies but go to an occasional movie they're probably going to pick infinity war over solo yeah and, and let's call it how we see it <laughs> have you if you have seen infinity war you're like, all right, I've had my fill of movies for a second because it's a pretty heavy yeah. movie. Um, True. True. and then Deadpool 2 came out a week later after, after, uh, yeah, or about, yeah, about a week and a half after uh, Infinity War. Oh, so okay. it was Infinity War, Deadpool 2, solo. Mm. So that's why I, I went and saw Infinity War, went and saw Deadpool 2, did not go see solo. Interesting, yeah, okay. what a summer, by the way, 2018. Yeah, that's summer. loaded, man, hot that's summer. Loaded. Um, but yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to go no, off the rails here. No, but, you're great, man. Like um, like we said at the top, I mean, not a lot of Star Wars news, but we're <laughs> diving into it, having fun with it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but back to the Sebastian Stan, I mean, yeah. And I know we were talking about how Marvel and Star Wars are kind of on the same team now. Mm -hmm. But I do think, and again, I am not like a business exec or like a marketing knowledgeable human being whatsoever <laughs> <laughs> but i do think that as a person outside of like the fan community like we're inside mm -hmm. if you see sebastian stan as the lead role for falcon and the winter soldier as one of the lead roles but then you turn around and you see that same guy as the lead role as luke skywalker i mean would that be an issue to maybe people outside of our lane um that's a great question. I'm trying to think of someone like maybe like my grandmother or something. Um, maybe mm -hmm. it, it really depends. Like for me, I see him as the winter soldier. Yeah. Right. Like he's the winter soldier. However, I've never seen him in the, uh, the Luke Skywalker role. So Other going back to pictures. the Donald Glover, you know, well, yeah, but going <laughs> back to the Donald Glover thing, like, you know, it's Donald Glover. Then you, like I said, you see him for five minutes and you're like, oh my God, that's Lando. Like, yeah. that's Lando. So it could be that uh, where I go, you know, yeah, he's Winter Soldier, but nah, nah, he's Luke. So I, I say it depends on the execution, which is okay. a political answer, but I think that's the fact of it. <laughs> Fair um, enough. Hard to tell. Fair enough. All right. Well, listen, that. Actually, I was going to say that's our last Marvel connection, but I just realized that it wasn't. Man, we're going <laughs> deep in Marvel tonight. Well, well, I mean, it connects to it connects to Star Wars. Right. You know? No, I think it does, too. 100%. So here is that. And this is the last one, unless we just come up with something else to talk about, which is perfectly fine. Disney announces that Black Widow is going to premiere in theaters and Disney Plus with premiere access on July 9th. Now, on the surface, that's you're probably thinking you're that like, well, doesn't you guys just lied. Now, <laughs> that doesn't connect Star Wars at all. But the, it made me think it, it got me thinking, like, is this something that we want to see Disney do with Star Wars films in the future? And I threw that out there on Twitter and I believe as of right now, and it might change, it's 50-50. 50, 50 say, yes, do it simultaneously, put it in the theaters and Disney Plus at the same time. 
but then the other ones are like, nope, just theater exclusive. So Zach, what's your take on that? I think I'm right in line with the poll. I think I'm 50, 50 on it, dude. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Like, I don't know if I can give you an answer. So coming from where I sit right now in 2021, I miss movie premieres so dude, much. Me too. So much. Like I want to sit in a movie theater and have it packed to the brim not have to worry about COVID as much or, or at all, whatever it comes to be, and just enjoy a movie with people. I miss yeah. that more than almost anything in this COVID. I'm not going to lie to you. No, I, I um Because so many good things have gotten pushed and moved and delayed and blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. And then they're like, oh, well, just plop it down on Disney+. Plus." Mm -hmm. It's a win because I can just watch it with my family it's great it's easy it's convenient cool the 30 dollar thing kind of that rubs me like the wrong that. way a little bit that's, that's the one thing that's telling me no only do it in theater still i am that's not fair. personally willing to spend 30 dollars on something when i would rather paid. spend dollars to enjoy it in a theater well you already pay eight dollars or seven dollars or whatever Correct. it is to see it um and I don't understand their 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 mar or their you know business plan on it because they're dropping the Pixar movies for free, like they're dropping True. the new Pixar movie on Disney Plus. They did yeah, it with they, Soul, and they're they doing it, it with the Luca movie. The reason I'm okay. I'm locked into Pixar is I have a one and a half year old. No, that's fair. I mean, Pixar so, makes awesome movies. <laughs> that's where I'm going with it. Is those movies are so good, like Soul, amazing movie. It was a good very movie. very uh, adult. Um, I would say in terms of, in terms of the themes, but, um, mm -hmm. my, my, my daughter loves it cause it's bright. It's got a bunch of jazz music in it and she just loves it. Luca looks amazing too. So why, why would they drop Luca on the Disney plus and then make us pay for Raya and the last dragon, which I just paid $30 to see. Or, Was it worth the $30? Um, I don't know. It's really good movie. It's a okay. really, really good movie. Okay. Hey, Star Wars plug there. Kelly Marie Tran, I believe, is the, the that lead. is, and she voice. kills it. She kills okay. it in the role. Great, um, I love to great, hear that man. It's a great movie. She she did great. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm getting way off into the no, Marvel, you're good, man. Or the, you're the Disney good. Plus weeds, really. But all this to say, I assume they're dropping the Pixar stuff for free because it's a honestly more of a kids platform. If you look at the Disney scope of everything. It's kids stuff. So um, that's the only thing I can think. And going to your question of, do I want to see Star Wars do this? Um, I don't, I don't think I do. Okay. I, I don't, that's I good don't to think hear. I do. And I know a lot of people love it because they don't have to get out and they don't have to do all that. And they can watch it at their house. But going back yeah. to what I said, I just miss the movies. Same. I love movies. And I didn't realize how much I loved movies until I didn't. Have yeah. It. And see, I think that if you, if we were to ask ourselves this question and everything was normal and we were still going to the movies, One. like me being a homebody, I would probably be like, oh, well, I mean, yes. yeah, I'd love to watch it at home instead. If you asked me this in like 2019, I'd be like, uh, oh, my God, dude, yes, please. <laughs> I'm begging you. Can you please do that? Yeah. But having lived through that for a year, no, no, I want to go. Right. Keep doing it. Like, if you want to do it, great. But I'm going to the movies. Same. Like everybody get vaccinated, whatever it takes. We're going to the movies and I want it freaking filled to the brim with hooping and hollering and crying. And I want to yeah. get hype again because you and I, 
we saw the Star Wars premieres together. Yep. And you talk about stood in line together. Stood in line. You talk about hype, man. It was hype. Talk about hype. I I miss that. The Force Awakens one is the one I will never forget for my entire life. Um, Yeah. Force Awakens premiere was great. Last year, the moment when uh, I I still get chills to this day thinking about it. Uh, When the premiere, I was watching The Force Awakens and the moment where Ray reaches out and the lightsaber comes flying to her chill. I just got chills right now talking about it. Uh, and I'm starting to get kind of a little emotional, but anyway, uh, exactly. You're proving my point. Star Wars was so back, man. And you're proving my point. And man, I can't wait for that moment again. You don't get that on your freaking couch. People you don't, you don't, you You get, you're like, Oh, that's cool. But you don't, (laughs) feel it in your chest right everyone goes ah! like uh, th- the best i've ever seen of all time in a movie theater number two is probably force awakens number okay. one avengers endgame endgame the assemble the avengers assemble moment that will never be topped um there i don't want to go into spoilers if you haven't seen it again Go watch. You got to watch them all to really get the in-game stuff. But true, man, there's so many moments in there that the I people were jumping in the theater, like crying, jumping, screaming. You just don't get that when you're sitting on the couch. My wife and I are looking at each other. You like that? Oh, you liked it? Yeah, cool. All right, cool. It's just oh, you're not wrong. But, but that's just how I feel about it, and I, that's an opinion. I'm sure for other people, it's great. They don't have to get out. Whatever. But. Yeah. I want to go back to the movies. I do think, too, though, and this is connecting back to another trending thing out there in fan base community. Mm-hmm. Let's think about Zack Snyder's Justice League for a second. Mm-hmm. The fact that that went to streaming, because you could not put that movie in theater. No one's going to sit in theater for four hours. I'm not. I would not. Um, but the streaming avenue allows you to do that and allows you to go deeper into storytelling. That's one positive toward going both routes i i mean it's a great point i agree with you 100 because i would not have gone and seen that in the movie theater the, me either Zach Snyder, that was the perfect movie to do a streaming it, platform dude, on it makes me so upset because it was the perfect just the whole mar- everything about that execution was beautiful the mm-hmm. marketing the release the snyder cut oh my god it's actually happening Oh my God, it's coming to HBO Max. Oh my God, it's four hours long. Yeah. And then boom, here you go. You got HBO Max. You get to watch it at your house. You talk about a movie that is perfect for a streaming service. Mm-hmm. It's Justice League. The it fact is. he, if you haven't watched Justice League, there's not a spoiler. He chops it into parts like a book right. or like a TV show. Perfect call by him. Perfect yes. call. And, and, and it didn't change the movie at all, but it right. gave me breathe points where I go, oh, okay. Yeah, and that's actually helped us out here on my home front because Maddie was not going to sit there and watch the full four hours. Oh, but yeah. I am able to get a second viewing of the thing because she's like, okay, I'll watch it with you in a TV show format with yeah. those parts. So I'm looking forward to doing that. Yeah, for sure, dude. I mean, Taylor t- t- tried to watch it. She liked it, but she fell asleep. Like right. it's just how it, how it's it just happened. So long. So long. It's so long. In the first half. Yeah. It's just kind of slow. But man, I think that's a great testament. And yeah, if that brings us more Star Wars long form content, mm-hmm. I'm all in. 
I, if anything, you know, we're talking about COVID and, and how it's changed our theater mindset. Mm-hmm. It's really changed my streaming mindset where I wanted all my streaming, drop it all. I want to binge it. I just want to get done with it. I am not there anymore. I want weekly shows and I want, I want a billion episodes. Like I want it <laughs> as deep and as long as you want to go because yeah. I'm here for it. I, and I got time. My, my brain is used to this format now and I just want to dig into it. I I'm straight up old man mode. I watch with closed captions now because I want to know every single word they're saying. Oh, same. And I, my method is actually first watch no captions, but second watch I'm putting them on. Mm. Like if it's a, if it's a, project that i'm interested in watching yeah I, so i i guess i did i did that on the mandalorian actually i i watched it the first time without captions and mm-hmm. the second time i didn't mean to do that i just did it that way and it, it was awesome because i catch myself reading the captions right you don't yeah, enjoy it as correct much. so um yeah i agree with you on that but just going back to disney plus and dropping it on streaming i vote no on it mm-hmm. exclusive streaming Right. I vote my, if I had to freaking sit down and vote, do them both, give people a chance. And then th- you want to go to the movies, go, you want to watch it home for $30 or whatever they keep it to be. Mm-hmm. Great. Okay. No, I, what, is that, is that you, you say no straight no, or I'm just not a fan of this premiere access thing. Like I'm always just going to be committed to the theater if it's just going to be thirty dollars to get premiere well, access. It's the thirty dollars for me. I'll pay ten dollars. <laughs> the thirty dollars for me for sure. <laughs> like I'll I'll pay ten dollars, like ten or fifteen maybe. Yeah. But thirty dollars that just hurts yeah. me. Like, yeah, it oh, does. <laughs> thirty dollars, and I don't get to keep it. Like it's just right. it, I get early access to it. It's going to be on there for free in a month. Like why would I do it? Yeah, that's, no, that's a great point. But yeah, my opinion on it, again, if you had asked me outside of this year, I'd been like, yeah, I'll put it on streaming so I can see it immediately. Yep. Uh, but right now, take me back to theater. Take me back to those incredible moments with all those Star Wars, teary-eyed, emotional, oh, chilling things Hype. that happened. Uh, and man, we still have a, a ways to go to see that next Star Wars movie moment. I mean, I think it's Rogue Squadron. Uh, Patty Jenkins Rogue Squadron is that, is that the next next film unless it's Tyka's but I believe Patty Jenkins is coming first because I mean they've do we re- know a date on that I don't know off the top of my head do we have a date? I don't know off the top either I don't know if we do but uh, but they haven't yeah. released any info about I mean they announced Tyka's first but mm-hmm. we don't have like a title or anything regarding his so and I'm not I'm not upset about waiting on um it just happened to work this way, but I'm not upset about waiting for in-person Star Wars because I want it to be back to somewhat normal so we can all get hype in a theater, to Agreed. be honest. 1,000%. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Let it, let us know. Tweet at us. What's your thoughts? Or leave a comment. Yeah, you know, do Let's that. get a conversation going on this because I want to know what people, how people feel about it right. as well. Um, and if you're staying around on the podcast this long, I know you, I know you got that Twitter. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, listen, that is all of our Marvel connections this week, man. I mean, we made a ton. I mean, we even snuck in Zack Snyder's Justice League there. Dude, we just, just we just boom casually. Boom. You got comics? Boom. You got comics? Boom. <laughs> 
Well, it was fun, man. I'm glad that I got to do this episode with you because I know you love the Marvel community, but I also yeah. know that, I mean, I texted you immediately after Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I texted you immediately after Zack Snyder's Justice League. And what I say to Falcon and Winter Soldier, I think I'm pretty sure I just said, I'm in. I may have said, <laughs> I'm, I'm all in. I may have said that. <laughs> let's go baby that's that's got to be one of our new lines so we yeah. got fair enough and we got i'm all in I'm baby all in on it <laughs> well listen i appreciate those of you out there that continue to listen man i was thinking about this today like it's incredibly humbling like regardless of numbers stats it does not matter it's humbling just the fact that there's people out there that care to listen to this southern redneck from tennessee talk about yeah. star wars i mean that's just mind-blowing sometimes so I, I really appreciate all of you out there that continue to support us and you know what to do to continue to support us follow us facebook twitter instagram at mando talk subscribe to us on youtube like zach said comment on youtube we love to talk to you guys that's the best part of doing all this and let us know your input on those things that we've talked about. What do you want to see from Kevin Feige in Star Wars? Uh, do you think that Disney Plus, as new projects keep coming out, that Star Wars is just going to keep growing and growing and growing? And what do you think about this idea of streaming versus theater or both at the same time? Let us know in the YouTube comments. That's a great area for us to just conveniently talk about it right below this video and this discussion. Uh, and uh, as always, subscribe. Do what you got to do to make us look good. Of course, you got to ring that bell. And now what they, and now what the kids say? Yeah, click the, the bell. bell. Yeah, there you Ding. go. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, Zach, I appreciate you being on this week. I'm really glad we got to talk about a topic that you and I both are really passionate about. I yep. mean, again, we got Star Wars, which is my number one passion, but we got all those plugs in there this week. Yeah, man, I appreciate you having me. It's always a good time. Um, I love. I love the show. It's fun. Um, I love talking to you. So absolutely. Me. Well, we're definitely going to get Zach back on at some point. I mean, it, it seems like we're kind of getting this once a month. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if we can know. keep you it going. That check, boy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to go ahead and get out of here. We hope that you have a blessed week. And as always, we have spoken. <laughs>